it's time. You're listening to the National Edgar Allan Poe Theater on the Air. Sponsored in part by Baltimore's own Raven Beer, this ongoing series brings to your ears the best-known works from America's revered grandfather of horror and suspense. When last we met, the mysterious Dr. Mallard had just introduced us to the shadowy asylum where he cares for his children, little lost souls in his words, in need of his care, and his revolutionary system to treat and cure the mentally crippled. In today's episode, the National Edgar Allan Poe Theater on the Air takes on Poe's horrifying tale of a grim reminder of love gone wrong, the Black Cat. Having just left the chamber of the tidy but obsessive housekeeper whose employer's heartbeat proved her undoing... Don't humor me. Imagine her. Don't pretend. This sensitive lady. I know you can hear it. A veritable angel of the house. The beating of the old man's heart. Professor Mallard leads us down the hall for a conversation with another of his children. <laughs> yes, as I say, early days in her cure. I cannot begin to tell you how rewarding and indeed surprising it has been to see my system work its magic upon even the most wretched of the poor lost souls that have taken refuge within these walls. There is time enough for details, but for now, suffice it to say that my view is that these unfortunate children under my care need only a calm voice, a firm hand, and a soothing environment to return them to the path of righteousness that the rest of us follow naturally. Soothing! Yes! A system of soothing! Quiet! <laughs> my apologies. I didn't mean to startle you, but soothing takes on many forms, you see, and while the calm voice is our goal, the firm hand must sometimes lead the way. Treatment is a journey, after all, and what we encounter along the way dictates our next course of care. Ah, here we are. Cell number two, the home of our next guest. Have no fear. Come in. He will not harm you. But, uh, please, if he should ask, I'd advise you to make it clear that you do not own a pet. No animal of any kind. Especially not a cat. Good evening, my boy. I've brought a guest to see you. Ah, welcome to my abode. It may be humble, but it is my home. Please be seated. Uh, how is the weather outside, and what news abroad? And tell me, do you own a cat? No? Do cats ever frequent your property? Again, you shake your head. Well, be thankful. Cats are pernicious. No more than that, they are poisonous creatures, more deadly than a serpent or a venomous spider. And to think that I am an animal lover, <laughs> it's true. I lived in a menagerie with my wife, my dear late wife. There you are, my little chaps. Enjoy your seeds. I've fed all the birds. Whose turn next? Oh, I shall feed my lovely rabbits. And the goldfish, and the puppies, and the monkey. I don't ask you to assist me in my tasks. Ah, animals. The stench of this place. I don't even ask you to humor me, my dearest. Good. I'll sit here and taste some wine. Living in a blessed zoo. And now the cat. I have nothing for you. See how much she loves you. Ah, yes, I suppose she does. You're not such a bad girl, are you, young lady? <laughs> there, sit upon my lap. Be careful. Oh, why so? The poor harmless girl showing me some affection? You know what black cats are. Oh, what nonsense are you talking now? All black cats are witches in disguise. 
What in the devil's name? Get off me! Calm yourself! The noise the beast made! You simply spilled your wine upon her fur. Anyone would scream if drowned in wine. Except you, my dearest. You've been drowning yourself for years now. Is it true that all black cats are witches? (laughs) Just superstition. An ancient popular notion not to be taken seriously. Our life was idyllic. My wife and all the animals, all forms of life within our happy home. The fish and the dog and the monkey and the cat. The cat. The cat. You look trustworthy. May I make a confession to you? Between the two of us, may I freely admit that I am partial to a drink? Yes, I like to imbibe. I taste. I sample. Only the finest wines, of course. And ale. And other stronger liquor. Perhaps I might admit to you only, my friend, that I may have on occasion been lacking in temperance. And it was during one such lapse that I may have been irritable. One night I was... (laughs) See how willingly I confess very much intoxicated. I returned home from one of the hostelries in town. Where is that bottle? Hmm. A well-deserved nightcap before slumber. Ah, there you are, my girl. (laughs) Come here, sit up on my lap. Hiss at me, will you? Come here. Ah, My hand, I'm bleeding. I'll teach you some manners, you beast. Corkscrews are not only used for bottles. I'll teach you to give me dirty looks. Oh, my heavens! Uh, oh, oh. What is it now, you damned... The cat! A terrible wound to her eye! Uh, what? Her eye, it's been torn out, poor thing! Well, let me see it. Oh. What could have happened? It, 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 it must have been in a fight. What? It's squabbling over territory and, and... My dear. Innocent creature. Let me bathe your wound, your poor eye. Let me do it. You're overwrought, my dearest. Innocent, unoffending brute. The wound healed. The remained hideous to behold. She never came to me, but would stare with her one eye. Resolutely, unblinking, judging me, weighing up my fate, plotting her revenge. All black cats are witches in disguise. She was concocting something. But listen to me. Who has not a hundred times found himself committing a vile action for no other reason than because he knew he should not? One morning, I yielded to perverseness. In cold blood, I slipped a noose about the black cat's neck and hung her from the limb of a tree. Believe me, tears streamed from my eyes. Remorse was bitter in my heart. I hanged the cat because I knew she had once truly loved me and was blameless. I hanged her because I knew it was a deadly sin that would jeopardize my immortal soul. I wanted to be beyond the infinite mercy of God. I am a sinner and I confess my fault. Our Father... In heaven, hallowed be thy name. Oh, troubled fellow, is he not? I can see you're perturbed yourself. Animal cruelty overwhelming to you? <laughs> no, seriously, let me surmise. You wonder why a man who merely killed a cat should be in my care. 
Well, there's more to his story than the cat, but let us wait for him to finish his devotions. He will tell you the whole tale most lucidly. The power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> A drink, if you please. A cup of water, the only drink for you. When the cat was dead, stiff and swaying in the breeze, I cut her down and buried her in a shallow hole. I kept a hasty eye on the window of my house in case my wife should spy me. Here, puss, puss, puss. Where is she? Where can she be? I have food for you, puss, puss, puss. Have you seen her? Who? The cat, of course. Haven't you heard me calling? No. No, I... I fear the worst. She may have been prey to other cats, or vicious dogs, or young hooligans in the neighborhood. I'm worried her wounded eye is overcoming her. It's never fully healed, and she's clearly in bitter pain, which she bears like a stoic. Uh, more likely a, a dog, or... Do not or worry. She will return. I, I have no doubt about it. She will return to us. Yes. Yes, I believe you. I am sure you are right. My wife's promise that the cat would return filled me with terror. In the garden, I thought I could see her in the shadows of the tree. In the house at night, I thought I could hear her yowl. Oftentimes, I felt her cold eyes staring at me. So I took to visiting hostelries. Oh, don't get me wrong, I only frequent in the most reputable of places. More ale. You look thirsty. It's true. <laughs> I need quenching. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, sir. Bet you could drain it down in one draft. My intentions, exactly. Thirsty fella. Another one, sir? Yes. And thank you for the good company. You're welcome. Here you go. Another for you. You see, my wife... Doesn't understand you, I suppose? Only understands her animals. <laughs> Begging your pardon? I live in a menagerie. <laughs> Birds, rabbits, goldfish, puppies, even a monkey. But the cat loves you. The black cat. Cat? What black cat? Why do you say that? No offense, sir. I just noticed the cat that's staring at you now from the corner of the room. Where? Over there. She hasn't taken her eyes off you. Great heavens. Oh, oh I see. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it your cat? Lives here in the bar? Not mine, sir. I assume she'd come in with you. Never seen her before. What's she staring at me for? Huh. <laughs> Look at her. Can't you see her doting, loving looks? She is a beauty. She heard you. Here she comes, huh? Up on your lap. <laughs> she loves you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she does. Beautiful thing. You finally found a lady who understands you. <laughs> you can take her home if you want. Come on, girl. Let's go home. My dear... My dear, are you awake? So you're back, are you? Intoxicated, no doubt. You dissolute wretch. You drunken skunk. No need to quarrel, my dear. Look. Look, look what I have brought home for you. What can you have brought home that I could possibly want? Cheap liquor and empty flagons? I know where you've been. Oh, no, my dear. No need to fret so. <laughs> when I said what I have brought home, I should have said who I have brought home. Who? You mean you've brought home a guest? Come down, my dear. I'm afraid I wasn't expecting anyone. It's such a... There's no one here. What nonsense is this? Look. <laughs> Look in my arms. A cat. Oh, isn't she pretty? 
her. And so friendly. Where'd you get her? I uh, purchased her for you, my dear. (laughs) I thought we had room for a sweet little cat. Really? How sweet of you. Pure midnight black, like our beloved old cat. Not wholly black. What makes you say that? Look how some fur is growing white around her neck, like a collar. Or like a noose. The cat's affections for me never desisted. She never gave me a moment's peace. She never left me alone. Whenever I sat, she would crouch beneath my chair or jump upon my lap, covering me with caresses. Loathsome caresses. When I walked, she would get between my feet and nearly trip me over. At such times, my impulse was to destroy her with a blow, but I stopped myself. Partly because I remembered my former crime, but mainly, I will openly confess, because I was absolutely terrified of the beast. All black cats are witches in disguise. And as my terror grew, so did the white mark that encircled her neck. And she fussed more and more, begging for caresses. And when I fell into slumber, I had dreams of unspeakable fear and found the hot breath of the black cat as it purred into my face. And she seemed to be a vast weight, like an incarnate nightmare that I had no power to shake off as she lay eternally upon my heart. Then one day, my sin was complete and my fate was sealed. I was on a household errand in the cellar of the house. The cat followed me down the steep stairs, and wrapping herself around my ankles, nearly threw me headlong. Exasperated unto madness, I grabbed an axe. Stop! What are you doing? Put the axe down! Do not interfere with my business. To think you pretended to love the cat. Foul dissembler, give me the axe! Stand back, this doesn't concern you. Give me the axe at once! You want the axe? Here, have it, my dear! And my wife lay dead. I left the axe buried in her brain, but the cat, the cat scampered away. You see, (laughs) I should have killed the cat and not my wife. The cat, the cat, the black cat. My simple household errand had suddenly transformed into a different one. The necessity to hide a corpse, and fortune smiled on me. (laughs) I was in the cellar. A place ideal for the task in hand. You see, its brick walls were loosely constructed, and upon inspection, I found one section of wall that was evidently hollow. I wasted no time in grabbing a crowbar, and I dislodged the bricks at this point. I heaved the corpse into the hole I made, and began my handiwork in bricking up the cavity. And I prepared a mixture of mortar, sand, and hair with which to plaster over my reconstructed wall. My labor was not in vain. I was free. In fact, even better, I felt redeemed. You see, not only was my wife dead, but the cat, the black cat, was nowhere to be seen. Having beheld my judgment of my meddling wife, the monster must have prudently taken heed and fled in terror. The departure of the cat reinvigorated me. (laughs) With my wife gone, I even came to understand her love of the menagerie. If only you could have seen with what loving care I fed the goldfish in their bowl, the rabbits in their hutch, the monkey in his little cage. (laughs) Oh, it was a blissful time. My happiness was supreme. But on the fourth day, after I had dealt with my wife...
hello? Good afternoon, sir. Can I help you? It's been reported that your wife's not been seen in some time. Uh, yes, it's true. She she has gone away. She uh, May I come in, sir? I am rather busy. Uh, I have animals to feed and they are rather bashful. I insist. Yes, of course. Come in. I have nothing to hide. Thank you. If it is acceptable, sir, I shall have a look around the premises. Yes. Yes, do so. I'll be in here. Feeding the birds. <laughs> My little caged birds. <laughs> nothing. You'll find nothing. Oh, there, my little chaps. Enjoy your seeds. Hmm. Who's next? Oh, my lovely rabbits. I have just the thing for you. All seems in order, sir. I've searched the house. Nothing untoward. Are you sure your wife didn't... Have you... Have you searched the cellar? The cellar? Huh. No, I haven't, sir. Didn't realize you had one. Oh, yes. And I've been working on it of late. Quite proud of my handiwork. Repairing and cleaning up the place. This way. This way. Very good, sir. Well, there's clearly no one here. I shall take my leave. This is a very well-constructed house. I have no doubt of it. I may even say it is an excellently constructed house. No, 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 wait. See, look at these walls. So solidly put together. What in God's name? What on earth? Stand away from the wall, now. But I... <laughs> what? I, uh... What is going on behind that wall? I'll take that crowbar, please. Give me that crowbar. Stand aside. Heaven's name... <laughs> So that's where you got to, you devil. You hadn't fled. I buried you within the tomb. And yes, officer, that is my beloved wife. <laughs> Not as pretty as she was. <laughs> you see, I was trying to kill the cat. I should have killed the cat and not my wife. I... <laughs> no! <laughs> I should have killed the cat first, and then my wife. <laughs> and that is his story. I'll hang tomorrow <laughs> like a black cat. <laughs> Don't worry, he will not hang. We cannot hang the mad much as we might like. Black cats are pernicious creatures. Witches in disguise. Treacherous monsters. Tell me, do you own a cat? Let us take our leave. I should have killed the cat first, and then my wife. <laughs> and I'll hang tomorrow. <laughs> Like a black cat. <laughs> we'll gain nothing more from him. His tail is done. Let us leave him to his contemplations in solitude. Like a black cat? <laughs> what conclusion should we draw? Do not keep pets? Maybe. Avoid the demon drink. We would not give a child liquor, and you will have seen I give him pure water. It is water that will cleanse him morally, physically... My system will work. I am sure of it. What? You require more evidence. It is true that I don't try and cure all of my inmates with water. Horses for courses, my friend. What's that? You want to meet more of my children? I couldn't be more delighted. It's only a few steps to my next fascinating case. You've been listening to the National Edgar Allan Poe Theater on the Air and our production of The Black Cat, adapted for radio by Richard J. Hand. The Black Cat was directed by Jay Brock and produced by Ty Ford with the voices of Brian McDonald, Jennifer Restack, and Alex Abistovich. Poe Theater theme by Greg Martin. 
The National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air is sponsored in part by Baltimore's own Raven Beer, purveyors of Poe-inspired craft beer. More information can be found on the web at www.ravenbeer.com. More information on the National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air can be found at poetheater.org. Until next time, this is Alex Avistovich reminding you that all we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. Thank you.